early. We got another episode of early and another special guest in the building. For sure. Got Mr. Lou White in the building, man. Appreciate you coming through. You know what I'm saying? Kicking with us. Indeed. How are you? I'm good, man. Like I said I, earlier, I didn't get a chance to chop up with you, man, after the AAU, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, just so people know, you know what I'm saying? Um, our, our paths crossed because... Um, I was shooting uh, like videos for your AAU squad. Um, one of, one of the kids on there had like reached out to me. That's kind of how we met. But um, always be, like we just always been a cool dude. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like we used to right. chop up after games and stuff like that. You always been a cool dude. I had you on my at my last podcast that I was doing a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we got to know you a little bit better through that. But definitely always been like a solid dude. So. Um, and then even back then, I remember hearing like about your, like learning about your, 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 your playing background. You right. know what I'm saying? So for people that might not know, just give us like a quick, you know what I'm saying? Introduction or a rundown of like who you are and how you've gotten to where you are at this point. Yeah. Um, I played on pretty much all the levels. You know, I ended up going to junior college uh, for a semester, you know, in the NCAA and into the NAIA, you know, went to school on scholarship. Um, it's kind of rocky coming out of out of um, high school mm -hmm. first and dealing with different coaches, which kind of like brought me back into coaching and try to help guys get to um, the next level. Because mm -hmm. it's a lot of it's a lot if you're not navigated through it the right way, it's, it's going to be some problems. So that's what kind of like got me into that after my playing days were done. Mm -hmm. um, was fortunate to play overseas twelve years after college. You know, that's, so, that's a that's a lengthy career. That's a know, very that's a very and, a formidable career. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. It touched every league from the USBL, which was the United States Basketball League, and then the CBA, which was the Continental Basketball Association, which was the original, you know, G League. Mm -hmm. right. um, the IBA, the International Basketball Association, which was in the Upper Northern Region. Um, you know, so FIBA, you know, right, that's right, international, right. pretty much. You know, everything else after that is just to track me, you know, from one spot to the next to the, yeah. next, to the next. So, yeah, it's like, a, you know, when you're trying to get into that NBA, it's like you have to take all these different roads if you're not walking across the stage. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that's interesting, because I think at the point that I'm at in life, you know, um, well, maybe not this point, but over over my years, I've seen some of my friends have or either my friends or just people that are close to me you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. have to go through the ringer to try to like make that dream come true mm -hmm. and there's just so many different routes so many different avenues we kind of talked earlier about um how it's not always just the skill that matters you know what i'm saying it's like what's your marketability it's like what's your you know what i'm saying who do you know what's your connections uh, you're competing with guys that are coming from overseas and all kinds of shit that that go on so like i said just for you to be able to kind of build the career that you had because something that i find commendable just really in any professional sport is to be able to play a professional sport for you know any amount of years mm -hmm. something that you love you get to get paid to do and get paid like a full-time salary to do that's crazy because you got people that got to give up that dream and go get like a full-time salary job right, to right. do this you know what i'm saying make right, a living right. for themselves so right. be it so you know i think we kind of put it like oh it's nba or bust but nah to me it's like if you could go overseas and get yourself situated get yeah. yourself a good gig and um you know what I'm saying? Make yourself a living mm -hmm. for however long you could do that for. That shit is commendable to me. You know but what I'm yeah. saying? You know, that's the thing, though. But the shit that you had touched on earlier that I'm really interested on getting on is like when I even look in retrospect, I'm like, man, I used to measure up things as terms of player skill. And that skill would dictate how far that you went in your career. And many times... Many times over, I've seen many talented <laughs> Just not the case. <laughs> many skilled yeah. dudes where it's like, bro, trust me. I, like, I've, I've seen people like go through yeah. like the whole and you usually see it early usually like you can know like in high school college like uh, like in your friend group like that's the one like he's gonna be the one to go <laughs> definitely and there's definitely progress in literally just keeping the same work that yeah think. like in the people that are not that talented right but just kept the grind and then inevitably you like it's a solid player. Like yeah. they really just like really worked hard. Like like shout out my boy like Josh Hart. Like that's yeah. one player. I'm yeah. like yo, bro. Like I remember even coming up like even uh, earlier days like Montrose Christian summer camps. You know what I'm saying? Like always balled hard. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It meant a lot to him mm -hmm. type shit. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he was good. You know, but it wasn't nothing like on some like damn, early prodigy. Yeah, like, like LeBron James, like the that. chosen one type but, vibes. A little like before I know it, like. 
I'm not really watching basketball too much at, at, at a certain point in time. And I'm looking at my TV. I'm looking at Villanova in the national championship. Josh Hart. I'm like, hold up. Wait, wait, so that wait, can't be the Josh Hart I know. What's going on? You know what I'm saying? Max, and, now, and now even seeing the role that he's developed into, right? Like like a key player, like yeah, in yeah. terms of just like, yo, he's do, like that, that X factor, you get yeah. on the boards, you playing that de- defense. On that he was a big factor for the Knicks this year. Stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm really interested in getting into like that, that, that other side, like these other factors that really determine in terms of like, what it is that gets you into these opportunities to advance, you know what I'm saying, to the next career and things it's, like that. It's it's about the persistence, man. And, like, if this is something you really want to do, like what you really like or love, you know, it's a difference. Like, a lot of guys really love what comes with the league, mm. you know, versus what you have to do to, to actually stay there. The league, yeah, like. that's right. So the first part, let's start with something simple as the diet. You know what I mean? Like, there's that's no true. there's no – Fried chicken, there's no, you know what I mean? Like, right, that's right, not yeah. what it is. It's baked chicken, baked fish. Yeah, right. Like, you have to put top fuel in your body. Right. So, you know, it's not the flaming hot Cheetos. It's not the, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this stuff Facts. doesn't take place. So, it's the little things that you do that add up, you know? And so, um, they do the interviews. They do the, the tap tests, you know, for results to see how you think, you know? Right. So, that's a big part, you know? You have, you have to be able to think on a level. Um, you have to be able to answer these questions. You have to be able to sit down and go through interviews. You know, it's so many things that go into selecting who possibly could be that guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're going to start with the skill set. Then we're going to see, like, who's his relatives. You know, as you, oh, you got to look like, at the people around him. And, and how shit like early that. is yeah. it being evaluated at that level? How early, like, a, like you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't really know how how early. Um, okay. I've seen the the earliest I've heard is like 11th grade. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. as far as like the background on the right, family and right, stuff like right, that, right, like right. 11th grade. But right. you know, even up to when I went to the G League, like you know, there's some background checks and they're trying to figure out. Like who's who and right. to even get in, you know what I mean? Right. So it's like because you're one step away potentially from signing a contract, so we're yeah. gonna do the background check before you even get to this point. Yeah, yeah, right. you know what I mean? Right. Like so, and just continue to kind of keep like, keep an eye on you yeah, and shit like yeah, that. Because, yeah. I mean, you have to you have to understand. Like I went to a, a mini workout in Denver when I was in the G League, and they end up signing Earl Boinkins, right? Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. And so yeah. the thing is, in that drill, I had a ball. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but. Here it is. This guy's established. He's got years in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so they've given him millions of dollars before. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to worry about seeing a headline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't know who, well, what you'll it. do. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. So, like, so mm-hmm. we're going to go with the short thing. So that's one part. Like even in the G League, even to get to that workout type, how is your behavior on the bench? Like, you know, we had teammates that always would whisper like, man, he keep taking that shot. I don't know why. You know, and mm. we look to the baseline and that's where all the scouts are. And the scouts are looking in our face. <laughs> because if they pull you up you're not going to play 30 minutes right. you know so they want to know what your attitude is like on the bench yeah. are you supportive are you a whisperer are you you know so breaking down into these details you, you know you can really X yourself out kind of quick and not even know it you know that's good insight you know that's what good I mean? insight it, yeah. so the, those are the factors how do you travel how do you deal with adversity yeah you know one game uh, one series of games um, I was playing for um Colorado 14, 14ers. And um, I didn't play for nine games straight. Like, and I'm averaging nine and seven, you know, in, right. in 17 minutes. You know, real efficient, real quick. Right. Nine games, don't touch the floor. But as a professional, you don't gripe. You don't complain. You're being paid. Checks on time. <laughs> right? Uh, and so uh, you have to be ready when your uh, number's call. Mm-hmm. You know, do you feel some type of way? Yeah, as a player, you're only human. Yes, you feel some type of way, but what do you do about it? Do you uh-huh. complain or do you go to the gym early and get shots up full speed and run sprints full speed before everybody else comes and, you know, change your workout clothes uh-huh. and, and it makes it look like you just got there. Yeah. So you still have to do your work before they come yeah. to make sure you stay on speed and on pace, you know. And so that's another part that's, difficult for guys is like that adversity part so they want to see and after that nine games they turned around and went from not playing nine games straight just over a month to playing a game for 33 minutes and my production was still the same you know so sometimes you know that's another test that you you know guys have to go by and i I often use that with um the steph curry uh steve kerr shooting thing you know what i'm saying like so 
Steve Kerr averaged 13 minutes a game, but he shot 50% from the three. Mm-hmm. Right. That means he sat over there for over two hours running time. Like, yeah, <laughs> right, still, I'll get right. up and make one. Right, yeah. right, or two, right. you know what I mean? Like, exactly. <laughs> when I get it, I'm going to take two, yeah, and I'm going to knock right. them joints down. <laughs> right back to the bench. So it's like, yeah. yeah. And how does that translate to how you go about, I guess, coaching actual, like, young players, you know what I'm saying? Like, knowing all these factors, you know, like – it's the it's the experience of um, because, for example, how I first got into that part, um, you know, it's a rocky road when you're trying to come back to the what they call the working world because right. they don't, some 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 companies don't look at it as you were working. Yeah, and so it's like right. another career. You, you've been playing for ten years, right. like you yeah, right. dicking around for what, ten. Yeah, years. what's that? What's that point like? Like, what was the point when you were on some like maybe there should be a transition or you're on some like. Yeah, like I think you know, it's time to hang it up to trying to ball on this professional well, level. Well, so what was it for me is I was playing in South America, like so I was going back and forth between Dominican Republic and Mexico, and you know, at the time the money was in the in the twelve to fifteen thousand range, right. and and at the end in the dr and uh, in Mexico, I ended up making ninety five hundred my last contract, and I'm averaging nineteen. You know, four right. still kind of productive, you right. know, mm-hmm. but I'm 35 at right. the time. So they offered me another contract the next year. It was like 4,500. I said, yeah, nah, this is it. I'm out. Yeah. You know, like, right. you're too old right. to be yeah. making that little money. So I'm like, but, you know, and I was like, you get paid by your stats and your production. Yeah. But, you know, for them, that's a leverage way, you know, versus age. And then I mm-hmm. ended up finding that out because I became a assistant general manager and a head coach for FIBA also. Okay. So I ended up understanding what it's like in that office and, mm. and how what owners want and how they, you know, how they value things. Right. Right. things. Yeah. So yeah. that transition for me, I came back. It was difficult. Um, I was coaching at Montgomery College. Mm-hmm. Um, the first year I did it as a volunteer. Oh, cool. And then the next year, you know, was on the staff what? full. And, um, you know, just trying trying to figure out how, you know, the best way to put myself back into the, the working world rotation. And, and I saw the values that I just came from professionally. And it wasn't lining up what I saw with the high school, you know, like, and so it's a difference when you go from working with professionals to like amateur high school right. coaches, like you can, right. it's a big difference, right. you know what I mean? And so you, now with that being said, let me get the best avenue I can, which I end up being in AAU because now I'm not a high school voice and I'm not a college voice. So I can be really truthful and right. open right. And, 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 you know, Give the goods without being sued. You know, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> right, right. you can't talk to kids. You got you got to like dance around parents right, and, right. and 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 uh, faculty, shit like that about like political shit that don't have anything to do with what right, really right, matters. Right. Which um, I, we've talked before, where I said you know, it's it really like the the development of young kids, especially young men, is so important, bro. Like it's so important. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this whole notion of, you know, trying to like sugarcoat shit, like it don't really benefit young men. You know what I'm saying? Because life is going to hit you the hardest once you become an adult and it's going to hit you the hardest because, you know, as men, we're like people kind of expect more out of you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I guess that kind of leads me to a, a question about like how you go about, you know, developing young men. Like, do you have a philosophy or a strategy or is every kid kind of different? Like what's your kind of, What's your kind of overall sense of how you go about, uh, you know, instructing and teaching young men? The first part I see where they come from, family-wise, you know, and everyone's treated different. You know, there is no one-stage blueprint like that. Does, yeah, that does not exist. Yeah. It, it, now you got is, some like twelve-year-olds that have been through a lot of shit. You got some like seventeen-year-olds that their life been pretty easy thus far. You know what I'm saying? So. so yeah, so everybody's their own individual, and based you know based on what their family scenario is, you know, and you can tell who's active in the family, who's not. You know, actually asking the kid what they want versus what they see everyone else doing, which mm-hmm. is a big difference. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. this guy is playing only because his friend's playing. Yeah, facts. You, know I mean? you see a lot and of that. Like, right. he, he's good. 
you know, he's good, but he's not interested in like really busting his ass. Yeah. He's not interested yeah. in like working hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? One nigga out of town. He's just yeah. here to kill two hours. Right. So, so this is just want to be social. This is a guy that just, you know, it's, it's the devil's social hour. Yeah. Right? Facts. Uh-huh. And so this is a guy that runs the sprint, right? And then he gets down like two inches from the baseline and turns around. Like, yeah, yeah. So you're going to complete right. 98% of the sprint, right? Exactly. That's what you're going to do. Yeah. Like, and right. then it's going to come right. back to get you, right? Yeah, yeah. So, First, finding out who really wants to play, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. And then dial in a little further, like, what level are you trying to achieve? Right. You know what I'm saying? If it's really attainable, and if it's not, then we kind of push them in a different direction. But I'm really stern. I'm really, I'm really hard on the players. Like, they know I'm going to break them down. And then I'm going to build them back up. And mm-hmm. you have to build them back up. But mm-hmm. you, if, you don't, if you don't do things in their best interest, explain why you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? You don't have the ability to break them down. Like yeah. they, they're not even going to listen to you. They're just going to call interest. you a hater or oh. whatever. I can hear kids saying that for sure. Coach hating on me, man. Like, coach hating on me. There's like a cadence. There's like a way that you got to go about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to like be able to communicate at that level too because it's like at the end of the day, if they're not receiving your message, it don't matter what you're talking about. Yeah, if it's falling on deaf It doesn't ears. matter. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Facts. And that's, that's that's the whole thing. I feel like sometimes people f- feel as if, like, you're going to be repetitive or you're going to say it louder. It's like, bro, you're not understanding, like, the frequency off. Like, <laughs> making it in a way where they, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They hear you. And then once, once they hear you, then it's like, you know what I'm saying? Now we can move forward type. When you, when you, when you analyze, like, that's the one thing that people don't understand about pro basketball players. They analyze everything, mm. every detail. You just overanalyze. Right. That's kind of what makes you a pro. Yeah. You know, recognizing that part. I can go from looking at their social media page and see more pictures that have nothing to do with basketball. Mm-hmm. Is that a red flag for you? It's 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 a red flag now. Like it, it yeah. wasn't a red flag a few years ago, mm-hmm. but because now the game is so popular and there's so many media sources. Like if if you say you want to play college basketball, and I tell a coach this is the kid's name, the first thing the coach is going to do is look you up. look you up on social media to, to try to begin to put your personality together based on your pictures. Facts. He doesn't know you from anywhere. Didn't Facts. have a conversation, but I, these pictures tell a story. They tell us story you know for what sure. Saying? And so it, that's the first part. So. You are being judged right there from your right. profile. Yeah, right. You know and it's saying? funny. It's funny because you hear often. You hear often. Maybe not from like not, not that I would hear from like young basketball players, but just from people in general. How like oh like don't judge me off my social media. It only tells a part of the story. It tells the story that you want us to. T- you know what I'm saying? Like right. don't tell me not to judge you off of that because right. it's telling the story that you want me to read. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like right. don't I, I, it don't make sense right. to me when people be like oh don't judge me off of that because right. you know what I'm saying you're only seeing like through a small window and it's like no I'm I'm seeing what you're showing me yeah, you know right, what i'm saying right. so like don't don't be mad at me I from the judgment that i'm taking away to too hard bro. yeah exactly yeah. you know what i'm saying nine billion people can see my page yeah right, at right. any and, given and time this is not right. me this is not the real you, and you're not gonna go to all nine billion and try to explain to them how you're only right. showing right. you know motherfucker show us like what you want us to see like you know what i'm saying so right. it's kind of right. crazy right but no so yeah yeah so um i was also trying to get a sense of when when you we're coming up. Did you have like, did you, did you experience like great coaching in that kind of way? Or do you feel like, and when you put your philosophy together, was it more of a, this is what I took away from when I was young and that I'm going to do, or was a, this is what I took away from when I'm younger with what not to do. It, the coaches, um, one thing you have to understand is like, it's not the level that you coach on. It's like the reason you're coaching. Mm, interesting. Uh, yeah, there's, well, there's something to it. It yeah, kind of goes back to what you're saying about like yeah. the, right. the high know, school so, coaches and the, you know what I'm saying? Cause so the, I had a coach when I was at Fort Union Military Academy in high school. I went there for two years. Fletcher Eric was coaching the prep team. And the guy was real, real mute. Didn't say much. Pull you aside, you know, in the conversation and say, hey, you know, you might want to, might want to do this or see you today at three o'clock. Like real short straight to right, the point right. you know and i sat down with him i said do you think that i can play this because they knew me from playing football he said you can do anything that you put your mind to you put the work in you know you want to come to the gym you want to work with the big guys come on work to the big guys. real short and then 
one day I was in there and I wasn't going full speed. Again, I'm ninth, ninth grade. I mm -hmm. might be five eleven, probably buck seventy. And there, Constantine Popa played for the University of Miami. He's seven foot four. Um, Will Davis, he's seven feet. You know, there's, uh, you know, this guy Luther Bates, six eight. Guys that look like grown men, like just yeah. robots and. <laughs> robots. Like, and there was a situation where there was a loose ball and I didn't die for it. And he pulled aside and said, I don't think that you would really have what it takes to play. And he said it in that short, soft voice. And, he's like, and then walked away and turned back around and said, you're a football guy, right? <laughs> right? The disrespect like, without disrespect. Ooh, I mean, this is, I'm loving this know? guy. So, bam. I'm like... That's never happening again. Yeah. One, it didn't even hit me. It was like I was trying to, you know, get his input. Yeah. And that was what he fed back. After that, thought I was, thought I was yeah, I it. thought I was doing good. Yeah. Like I'm in ninth grade working with the prep team. Yeah. You know, and so that form of coaching, I respect a whole lot. Get fast forward to my high school coach. And unfortunately, he didn't play in high school. He was a manager. Mm. But his father was a coach. He took over the job. My His first year coaching was my junior year. You know, so we inherited a coach that hadn't played. So mm -hmm. he's relying on his assistant coaches, you know. And so he calls the huddle. And the huddles are funny. You know what I mean? Like, they're funny because timeout. This is what we're going to do, right? This is what we're going to do, right? Who's in the game? Right, you're in the game. He's in the game. Who's in the game? Okay, so what are we gonna do? Right, is it bad first one? Right? <laughs> so, so then uh, you know he's like, we're just gonna run fifty five. Uh, 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 so you know, like, second yeah. like, So a lot of times you had guys looking at their parents, some guys looking at the assistant coach, a couple guys paying attention to him. So it was like we were coached by like everybody. whoever wanted to say something, right. whoever wanted right. their input. Right. I could give y'all some. Like, I could be in the stands. Like this is what y'all should do. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so, and so I was my high school board. coach, right? And so then. He ended up going to, going to multiple state championships. Like he ended up getting. He figured it out. Yeah, okay. Right. And so, getting to college, recruited by coaches that had the same mentality. Like not the not the inexperienced, but short, straight to the point. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so you realize, okay, this is really they're not opening up and and telling me what I need to know. They're just giving you parameters just to work within those parameters, and it's right. kind of like. You have to figure it out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, again, if there's something you really want to do, you'll figure it out. And that's what some of these kids are not doing. Mm. They're not really trying to figure things out. Like, I had a kid that's uncommitted. His mouth is super committed. <laughs> practice. <laughs> practice. He's committed. Yeah. Right. On the other side, have you sent your video out? No. Have you applied to schools? No. Your grades, where right. are they? I got a 2.7. Okay. Uh, you know, did you go to any camps? No. Let, know, let, let, let me play devil's advocate a little bit. Let me play devil's advocate a little bit because not 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 making excuses for this kind of behavior, but I feel like I, I'm a liken it to running a business. Something mm -hmm. that I, I kind of know about. It's like when you're when you're doing. Sometimes you're, you're you're going so hard on the thing that it's hard to fathom spending time doing some of the residual things that you got to do. You know what I'm saying? So if like if you're if you're focused so much on just like getting better as a basketball player, it's hard to set aside time to you know apply to schools on the computer. You know what I'm saying? Or like yeah. or like edit your highlight tape. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you know what, don't, what, don't, what, don't, how do you how do you balance that time? Don't you yeah. think you you should be at I guess it's all about the guidance and I guess who you have actually in your corner, you know, yeah. with this process. Cause I would view that as kind of like, if we want to make it like a, like, a, like make it like a, an equivalent, in another situation, like a, a music artist. Like if you don't have a team, if you don't have your videographer, if you don't have a manager, if you don't have all these type of things, it's harder to succeed. So like yeah. same thing with even like a player, like if you don't have somebody with some type of perspective or some type of connection or some type of like guidance throughout this process, it's like, 
again, your you're skill, just, you're, you're, you're focusing on just like being noticed for brute skill and brute talent. It, it, and it's like, it's a little bit, it's a little bit harder because you got somebody who is social media, not famous, but like they, they got a social media presence or they got, you know what I'm saying? Uh, they got these other things that are outside of just what they do on the basketball court. And, and but to me, the reason I was like, I could kind of see it is because like, I'm somebody who I've, I spend a lot of time on developing the skill that I, that mm -hmm. might get me paid, mm -hmm. but I don't put enough effort and time into marketing the skill that I have. You know what I'm right. saying? I just, right. I put, I put all my time into just developing the skill, getting better and better and better and right. better and better. Yeah. And, and I, and it's crazy because we do live in a time where all of that is part of it. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like mm -hmm. LeBron James didn't have to worry about, you know what I'm saying? Putting his own highlight tapes together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or like, or like, you know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. Like it's a lot of the, a lot of the, the generation that came before like my generation, they didn't have to worry about what their online presence looked like. You know what I'm saying? They just had to worry about practicing hard every day and getting better as a basketball player every day. So, the, so you're absolutely right. There's a lot of guys that turn around and they are so focused on the gym part that they forget about everything else. Mm -hmm. And because there's, there, there is a lie that people will say that if you're good, they'll come get you. They'll find you. They'll yeah, find yeah. You. Like, right. That's true. To a degree. To a degree. They have to know who you are first. You know what I'm saying? It's not about who you knows. Sometimes it's about who knows you. Mm -hmm. You know? And so, I have, we like we say, a kid that works in that gym overall, you also have to go by what, what the parents also may be selling and this, that, and the other. So, for me, when I step in and it's a kid that I'm trying to really you know, push. I said, it's hard to work out in the gym, not knowing if you have anything on the horizon, mm -hmm. right? It's easier for you to reach out to these 10 schools and then go work out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's easy. You'll be like, man, maybe one. Someone's coming to look, someone's coming to watch. Yeah. So you, so you have to do that other part, right? And so I'll give them the platform of this is how we're going to approach it. You're going to do your business work. I have a player right now that I told him, do not touch his phone at all until 9.30 at night, right? Do whatever social media, whatever you're going to do at 9.30 at night. But before that, everything that has to be done while the sun is up needs to be done. Mm -hmm. You have to go to school. You have to get your individual workout in. You have to make your contacts to the college coaches. You have to go to your high school coach, mm -hmm. you know, and make sure that your coaches okay with you doing a lot of things because uh -huh. your coach is in fear of you leaving because uh -huh. like, this is just it's not transfer just because uh -huh. college is transfer uh -huh. high school uh, yeah let's, we gotta get into uh, that in a second you know, too you have, you, have a, you have to feed everyone and make sure everyone gets a part of your attention now everything what you do with your phone as far as social media you do that when you're laying down get ready to go to sleep uh -huh. everything else is business you uh -huh. know and this is what it takes you committed and say you wanted to do this this is what it takes i mean Again, if you're going to be a corner cutter in the court, you know you're going to be that person in life too. Right. I mean, it's the same That's exact real. thing. Those same right. those same principles happen on the floor. Yeah, and, and now I'm very interested in getting a, a sense of what the AAU slash high school circuit looks like these days, bro. Because we, we're having this, right. you know, with the advent and the rise of social media and like all these like hoop mixtapes and stuff like that. Some of these Man. AAU schools are, I mean, I said AAU schools, some of these AAU That's teams, <laughs> literally, <laughs> essentially, you know what I'm saying? Like some of these, and you look at shit like Overtime Elite where they got, they, instead of kids going to college, they're like, yo, just come live on our campus so, and just play yeah. basketball and do social media all day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like you got like the game for that 15 to 19 age range is it completely looks different right now. Right. So I'm kind of interested in getting a sense of what is the vibe as far as like do motherfuckers care more about like the AAU? Do they care more about high school? Um, do they even care about what like the what colleges they're going to? Or are they going to, you know, try to start looking at these other opportunities that might pay them? Like what from your standpoint? So what are what are kids kind of focused on? Not just kids too, like parents. Like what are, what does the landscape look like right now in this arena? The, the landscape for the parents is straight confusion. Yeah, I bet, it's yeah. It's like what's the best option? They want the best option for their right. child, right? Or maybe right. even themselves at some right. points. Right. You know what I'm saying? Both. Both. Right. So if it's if it's if it's dealing with AAU, right, most parents don't even know where to look. Mm -hmm. When it's about player development, most parents don't know where to look. We're talking about the kids that are bundle of emotion, right, at 15. You know, you, right. you're starting to turn the corner into that puberty life, and mm -hmm. it's the girls, and mm -hmm. it's this, that, and the other, and they really don't know what to look for. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so it's real murky water. So 
we made a joke of it where you said high school, high uh, AAU school. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually what's happening right now. So like, and there's some lo local schools that have it where the AAU organization is embedded so deep into some of the high schools mm -hmm. that you know they have the kid, the same they, kids play for the same yeah, same two you know teams. I mean? that's so yeah. that, that's where the transfers come in a lot of times. So if you have an AAU organization over at let's say Johnson, mm -hmm. and one of the top AAU teams has their assistant coaches at Johnson. Mm -hmm. You understand? And so with that being said, in that conference that Johnson's in, those those coaches are going to recruit the best players they can out of the high school right. division mm -hmm. and to go play for AAU over here. You know what I'm saying? Because the AAU team is definitely building the brand, and that's where a lot of it is, you know, the power. But it depends on who's in charge of the power, whether it's productive energy or the negative right. energy. Facts, you know I mean? right. So that part is confusing for the parents. The kids are trying to – they see – Everything on ESPN at the bottom, the little ticker signs 260 mil, uh -huh. this, that, and the other. Uh -huh. So you got some that are motivated until they realize, oh, I got to climb that wall. Mm -hmm. You know, and then it's kind of like, I'm going to do myself a favor. I'm just going to go overseas, like right. just overseas. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, like, I'm just going to, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like that's not hard. You're doing overseas a favor, right? Yeah, yeah. So Like you're doing overseas a favor. I'm so, taking my talents in China. <laughs> and so, and so when they when when it's time for them to go to school, they have no concept of scheduling mm -hmm. because they have no schedule here. Like that that idle idle time, idle mind mm -hmm. thing is real. You yeah, know I mean? and I think and it's so, worse these days. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to keep demonizing social media. I'm not trying to do that, but it's like it it has changed how people care, like what people care about. Even you know what I'm saying? Like um, I feel like some of it goes into the attention that some of these kids think they can get in versus in various places. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I mean, that's overtime elites whole marketing. Pl you know what I'm saying? That's, that's their whole thing. Like come here and you'll get attention, which could lead to, you know, better NIL opportunities or whatever the case may be. But I'm, even like with that, do you want to go ahead? Yeah. That was like when you speaking about NIL, how do you feel about now? I guess the market opening up for players. And now like, I guess that people can't, cause I mean, you know, me, I definitely view that as a plus. Like, I want everybody to, you know what I'm saying, be able to get the money that's right for them. But, like, I know that also these type of decisions do have trickle-down effects. Mm -hmm. And you as a coach, you know what I'm saying, you in the, in the thick of it. So, like, how does this, if at all, it has any influence in terms of, like, you know what I'm saying, where your position is at throughout this all? So, like, right now, um, I used to want to actually get into the depth of coaching. Um, but you know, when the NIL stuff came, I switched gears. Nope. I'll just stay right. the director of this AAU organization and right. I'll do the scouting and player development and I'll just stay right here in this pocket right here right. for the fact of, you know, that's really a, it's a great thing. Players should have been receiving, but it's also, you know, the other side, as we say, devil's advocate and the curse, right. you know? So now you're the head coach. And you make one point seven, and I make one point five, <laughs> or, or God forbid, yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I make more than you. So now, now what? When the players start calling the coach broke, you know what I'm saying? Like you broke, yeah, dog. I'm not listening to you. So now oh, we, we, got, <laughs> we got the you got the alumni, you have the boosters, you have the fans. You know, you have the school on top, right? And now at the bottom you have the family members and you know what I mean? you have the teammates. Right. You know what I mean? Then you have the coaches and then somewhere they have to meet in the middle. You know, and who's right at the middle? The head coach. He's right at the middle. So he's gonna get ejected out of there right. if if the player that's making one point five is unhappy. Now right. how do you how do you go about you know, dispersing the money? I mean, that's what's happening now. They're trying to figure it out. It's gonna right. take eight to 10 years to get the system mm -hmm. down packed of how to do it. But me, I would more of a traditional role. Let's save the money for him. And when he, when his, when his um, eligibility is up, then give him his check and right. let him walk out the door mm -hmm. versus having to deal with the monster of the millions, mm -hmm. right? Cause millions right. bring about monsters, you, right? you know, because right. now they're able to do things they've never been able to do and personality sways left or right, you know, so. It, and then also like too, monster. with like young kids, like, cause a lot of, a lot of the hunger came from the one day I'm a, you know, make it to the NBA and make millions. Right, but right. if that day is now, then like, where does that hunger 
go. <laughs> you know what I'm or, yeah, or, or, or does it stay? Does it sustain? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yes and no, because it, it, there's some where it, uh, you have some guys that opt for less. Like, when I was growing up, we wanted to make it to the NBA. Mm-hmm. The kids growing up now aim for the G League. Like, you know, they like aim the for the G League. Like, you have some that, that aim for the little brother. Like, why is that? Because, yeah. because that's it, more realistic. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like the okay. distance, the distance okay. between their their success yeah. de- determines the drive. Uh-huh. If you're really close, then your drive is heavy. Right? Uh-huh. Your drive to get there is really heavy. Uh-huh. But if there's a distance, like you know, like, so the G League the G League like the the the, the 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 like the validation of some oh, I could really do this. Let me go give it that push type shit. So okay. Yeah. And then so now the G League is completely different. Now, because every team is represented versus when I mean, I played, it was the D League, it was ten. I mean, branded the whole thing, right? Different. It was it right. was ten. It right. was ten teams. So imagine how the fight to get on those right. teams. You know, right. there was a draft. Um, there was a ten round draft, and then there was the five allocated players, and then you have the returning players for right. the pool. You might end up with thirty guys in the training camp, forty guys for ten spots. Mm-hmm. You right. know, then. You know, now they kind of control who's coming in this door in two ways. And and so it's everything else is kind of like of a money grab, you know, to be honest, because they know exactly who they want and who they don't. That's crazy. (laughs) Could you imagine paying two bands for a trial? Is that for a trial? (laughs) Nah, yeah, that that would be. But um, let's 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 get into if I'm trying to if I'm trying to think of how, you know, I, I guess I want like a little bit more clarity on what it looks like when you have these kids that they're so focused on getting to the NBA or, or getting, you know, some kind of opportunity with basketball. Right. And I feel like, cause I think we had talked about this uh, fairly recently when you have these kids that are playing basketball like year round, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they're, they got, they got, uh, their high school in the winter, and then they got AAU probably every season outside of that. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, summer league. You know what I'm saying for high school again. Um, but when I was coming up, it was more like there was more of a push for playing different sports. You know what I'm saying? Like the I feel like coaches embraced that. Coaches were like, nah, like you know what I'm saying? Like when I was playing football, was my primary sport when I was in high school, and our football coaches was like, yeah, like go run track in the, or, or either go do track in the spring and basketball in the winter or do like uh, wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they wanted you to play other sports. Whereas nowadays it seems like there's no, op- of course the opportunity is still there, but if people are, you know what I'm saying? Playing for their AAU teams that are associated quote unquote with the high school and all this type of running around, it's like, do you see kids playing multiple sports? Like, is that even happening anymore? Um, and if so or or not, do you see the benefit of playing multiple sports? Do you see now it's a benefit that it is, or there is a benefit to stick to one? You know what I'm saying? Because now you got middle schoolers windmilling the basketball. Yeah. <laughs> like you got you got you got you got middle schoolers that are you know what I'm saying shooting from forty feet. Like is it is is there a good thing to specialize in one sport? Like how, what's your view? Do you, I mean, are you pro of, multiple sports or one sport? I'm, I'm pro with multiple sports. I mean, it gives you feedback. It gives you um, many failures when you're not good at one sport mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so right. that makes you makes it better for the person mm-hmm. you know and it, it it brings that that strength in within you of overcoming these these hurdles mm-hmm. you know what i mean so for a player that's average he's just big but he's average at football and you know he's getting cranked getting pushed over getting beat down like that adversity is good for him that's right. good for him you know and he may bring that to the sport that he's playing originally mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i'm always a fan for it but a lot of times you have the the kids that start playing a sport early and they end up getting burned out, you know? And so when they get burned out they you know, they get to this point, it's supposed to be, you know, social media, social media is blow you all the way up here. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a kid, uh, like I remember the seventh woods in the, in the, in the kid, uh, Julian mm-hmm. Newman, you know, their videos were all over the place, mm-hmm. right. you know? And then it just seemed like, you didn't hear from them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so stuff kind of fizzles out, you know, because of, like we said, the amount of time that we spend in the sport. So getting back to what you said as far as the high school, 
um, high school seasons, November to the, November to March. You got five months. The very next month is AAU and the live period recruitment for colleges. So six months. Then you have the summer leagues for the high school. And then you go back again, like in July for a live period. Mm -hmm. And then they have the fall league. And you understand? So they're getting ready to get back to it. So the coaches from the school, they're afraid of you on this circuit playing for another coach at another school. So they want to make sure that they keep you right. spring, summer, fall in workouts, mandatory because we're worried about you going somewhere else. But you have to, you have to understand that how it, how you coach them determines whether they're leaving or not. Whether they want to stay or not. And, yeah. like, as you speak to that, right, a lot of that sounds like, you know what I'm saying, like a heavy workload. And I'm curious how you feel about, like, a player like Lonzo Ball, for instance, right? They're saying that, you know, it could be very likely that we've already seen his last game what? play. Yes. That's what they're saying? No, 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 yes. no. no, no. I, I think you, no, I remember you told me he's going to be out maybe for another yeah, no, season. No, they said, and no, and, and uh, before it about like a yeah. month a month ago, like they said the Chicago Bulls feel that Lonzo Ball will probably never play a game yeah. again. Jesus. Yeah, like the, 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 the sad story. Right? Attendant so replacement. It, yeah. Like, so like an artificial tendon they're yeah. trying to put in his yeah. So yeah. With, with, with that said, it made me think, what... Is is that like a just right there, just a, a single, just a, like an anomaly like a freak in itself, like a Brandon Roy situation, or is it very taxing to a lot of players in terms of the scheduling or how much they ball? And it's like, like you, overwork. Don't, you don't have the resources that you have when you're in the league, right? right. Like when you're in the league, now you got all the they got trainers. the science, got they got the science, got the everything. load management exactly. <laughs> yeah, to be able to maintain that. And if you're trying to be at the peak level, your peak position, then you're gonna do all of that. But like even to do like Kawhi Leonard, I see like he be doing the utmost things. To, you know what I'm saying? Still, but still, you know what I'm saying? You can succumb to injuries and stuff yeah. like that. So like, can you talk about I guess like that workload? I guess on now today's players and things like that because it really seemed like now you got that inside scope and it's like yo they really it's really ballers life like for real like you know what i'm yeah. saying eat sleep drink like it, so, that's what so, it is so i mean i can only imagine um doing doing that younger i would be okay but i know that eventually it will fizzle out like right. even for myself when i was trying to make it into the nba right. you know we would play in the usbl in the summer for three months right. we'll turn around and play the pro summer I mean, right. pro winter league. Right. You know, we may go over in the spring to get money, and then right. we'll go in the NBA summer league out Long Beach right. State and trying to make, you know what I mean? So the year-round mm -hmm. process. Right. In in that space, I end up bumping into Carl Malone, and I asked him how did he play so long like this, and he said not having all the banging on your joints as far as the mm -hmm. um, running, sprinting on the floor, mm -hmm. you know, taking all the pressure off your knees, your hips, right. your lower back. So he said he ride an exercise bike and did his, his, the the minimal pounding. That was his. That was his workout. Like his workouts were kind of like body friendly, no I con, guess. No you know contact, what I'm saying? No and contact, it's, body friendly until, until, and, until the no. checks came. And all what's right, <laughs> right, facts? Right, right, no, right. but to your point, like all those different various leagues, because the thing is, if it's league, then that means it's competition. And if right. it's competition, then there's not that, that's, there's not that no, sense I of, oh, let me not die for that ball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. let me not yeah. risk, like when you're playing to win, you're playing to win. It don't matter if it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the fact that these, because again, it's, it's winter league. It's summer league. It's fall league. It's not, I don't hear no off season. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's not like off season. People are just laying back. They're working out, but they're doing something that's not body to body contact. You know what I'm saying? You're not risking these kind of like freak injuries from what happens with contact. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then when you add in that layer of competition, like these things have trophies at the end of them. When you add in that layer, then you, you have, you, you know what I'm saying? There's something in our brains that don't tell us, like you know, if we're if we're here to win, then we're here to win. There's no like, oh, well, like I'm right. here to win, but like not at the expense of you know, you know, mm -hmm. do, like do, juking this way and tearing right. something. You know, you're not thinking about that. You're yeah. you're going to do what it takes to win. You know what I'm saying? Those 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 aspects of it, you know, are it's a problem um, with them playing too much. Like it's such there is such a thing as too much basketball, mm -hmm. right? And so not enough recovery, mm -hmm. right, right? right? So for example, I got a kid that plays for us. Um, you know, he's biting at the gate. He wants to play with another AU team. So I said, well, if you went to Arizona, just because we're not playing, you can't go play for Arizona State. Mm -hmm. 
Just because we're not playing tonight. You're not going to go across the way. You're going to go play for them? No, it doesn't work like that. I said, so, you know, we've been blessed to have sponsorship from an IT company. Right. And if we're sponsored, just like any other tennis shoe circuit sponsor, you're not playing with anybody else. Right. The fact that we don't play on holidays because it's still life, right? Mm -hmm. Right. We got family time. We have some kids that are, have internships. It's still life. Mm-hmm. The basketball coaches think it's just basketball only. Mm. And that's mm -hmm. where the problem comes in. They forget mm. about that other portion of life. Like, so with me, we'll shut this, we'll shut some stuff down. Like, no, he's got an internship. You know, he's got SAT prep. He's got this. He's got that. Where they're just pushing the narrative of basketball because mm -hmm. whatever their personal agenda is, mm -hmm. they want to be such and such. You know, or I asked the kids the other day in practice, who won summer league last year? And nobody could tell me. Nobody cares who. <laughs> like it doesn't. Right. Nobody yeah. cares, right? right? So it's like summer league is for development and and getting your guys battle tested. So if summer league is coming, I'm going to take the guys that sat the bench on varsity. I'm going to take the starters from JV. I'm going to put them together. I already know what the other upperclassmen bring to the table. So mm -hmm. I'm going to get them battle tested in the summer. And I'm going to get them battle tested in the fall league right. so that when we are in battle in the winter, I may have a couple of kids step up. Mm -hmm. right. We don't go and play the starters in summer. Mm -hmm. Go play the starters to try to get a rhythm. Yeah. It's a rhythm thing that they're talking about. Like yeah. They've been playing year round and together. You don't have the rhythm now, right. you don't have it. Yeah. Right. If everybody moves to the right at the same time, yeah, we're, we're okay. Sometimes right. somebody may stray off, but for the most part, we have it. Right. You know, so that's where some confusion comes in with some of these coaches because they they bite into the competition apple amongst the rest of the schools and the coaches. Mm -hmm. And so, if you're not careful, it's going you're gonna get sucked into that that mindset. You know right. what I mean? And you don't it, it's a you don't want to be in competition with the other adult. Like he's coaching them, well, I'm not speaking to him. We about to we about to bust their ass. Right. Mm -hmm. No, that's that's not what it, he's doing. The same job you are. Mm -hmm. Either you are participating. And the successes of the 3.4% that go to college, or you're participating in the 97% that fail to go right. to college. Right. You, as a coach, you have a pick a lane, and your competition button has to be off. You can't be this super competitor when you're trying to lead these men. You don't have time to be competitive. Mm -hmm. You got to do what's right. You know what I mean? And so that's the hardest part about seeing some of these guys and. Oh, we want to do this, and I just like close this ear, and they're like, "You want to do this?" And I don't close this ear. Like, <laughs> you would laugh at me if you saw me at a high school game. <laughs> Music in both ears. I, yeah, not listening to nobody. Try to read lips. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I watch right. the game, and during the timeout, might gaze over and see parents, and they're complaining and standing up. But like, so there has to be a balance, and so I try to bring that balance right. of making sure the kids got the proper rest. Make sure the kids are focused that the, the, you're going to stop playing one day. Right. That basketball is going right. to go flat one day, right. and then what? You know what right. I mean? So let's not forget it can go flat tomorrow. It can go flat the day after. Let's figure out what you're going to do. You right. know what I mean? And so, But a lot of the high school guys and the AAU, they could care less about some of that stuff. There, there are some great coaches out here. Right. Great coaches, but telling the kids the right thing, but it's not really a popular position. You understand? Know right. Like to keep it a hundred percent, like I'm not going to, there's less of them than there are. You, you know what I mean? It, because just because it's not popular. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So, if, so if, if you guys, if, if I'm talking with you and we're talking about him, we go, let's keep it a hundred. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But you guys talking about me, I'm like, just keep it 30. We're not going to keep it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, everybody right. doesn't want to do it. It's not a popular yeah, right. position. Yeah. So. And so now we've been talking about, you know, we're trying to prepare, these kids to get to the next level when we talk about NBA. Can we actually talk about, I guess, your feelings towards the NBA product and at the same time as well, I guess these other leagues throughout the league and internationally, like I've heard like different perspectives and stuff like that. Like sometimes like in, in international play, like they letting shit rock. Like, you know what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. getting fouled. So mm -hmm. if we talk about the difficulty level, like it, you know, even though it might be very uh un like person wouldn't want to believe it it's like yo bro like the competition levels of these yeah. different leagues you'd be very it's surprised it's like it's really up there as opposed to like i guess like the nba in terms of and like i want to hear like your sentiments in terms of like how you feel it's more of a like an entertainment product as opposed to like 
you basketball development seeing like that, like the, the the game at display how it's supposed to be played. As far as the, the international piece, yeah, or, yeah. Or are uh, you talking about as far as like uh, uh, like uh, I'm talking about like well, two part question. So like within the actual league, and then just as a totality, just like with the international play. I mean the the. Everyone, like I say, there's there there are people that are doing it the right way, and I mean, in majority of the people are doing it the right way. They're attacking everything that we talked about, from the mental aspect to life to the basketball preparation to they're attacking that the right way. You know, the problem is it the information is flooded because of social media, where the good stuff can easily be flooded out by trash, mm. right? And depending on what your work schedule is or your work schedule. By the time you look at your phone, you may be looking at trash. Mm. You may not see the, the actual valid one because stuff gets kicked out, and then the twenty-four hour joint you get kicked out. <laughs> nobody really posts, yeah. it, right? It's just be right there on the timeline. So sometimes you, it's a flood of like. So there's kids that watch internet trainers. It can be helpful to some. You know, it can be helpful to some, but then you got to realize is that trainer doing it for monetary gain? Or is he training? One easy way to look at it is he's marketing himself. I will never tell a man how to not get paid. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Do what you have to do to get right. paid. But at the same time, if you're in a gym and you're training with the kids, how can you create? Like the, how can you create the platform and say, hey, dude, you're doing this the wrong way. If I'm in the drill, the next two kids behind me might be doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. But I'm going through the drill full speed, and right. and everybody's like, okay, yo, the coach, oh yeah, man, he's good at that. that, that. But the, the two behind me, though, I didn't see what they did right. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. you have to, you have to. It, it's it's difficult to to assess Cage who's up. actually training the right way. You know what I mean? But it's more than enough people out here that have the experience that can do that teach them the right way. You have to weed out who's not that right person. So many people played. Basketball, professionally, overseas, in the NBA. So many got a voice. So many have a storyboard. And there's more than enough resources. But the kids have to understand what it took for those people to get there. And they have to match that energy to get there for in order for those people to work with them. Because a lot of times nobody wants to work with them if you're only a half a Certain, product. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right, if yeah. you're not really all the way in. If you're that kid that we're talking about that just likes it. You know what I mean? Right, so that right. makes... That makes for different. Now, the overseas elite and the, um, you know, those going straight to the G League and getting, you know, like that's kind of, you know, for me, emotion wise, I'm like, ah, eh, you know, eh. <laughs> it is what it is. It's because, you know, you have to, it, it, it used to be like a process where it seemed that you went to college, you showed your ability to market yourself. Based on ticket sales, people coming to see you play. This team is ranked. School made this amount of money. And uh, after a few years, you get to the tournament. School makes big money. You're in there. You play well. The last scene is like the guys that we draft. What? It's like you were blessed over across the bridge to the NBA, mm -hmm. right? And so now you got the guys coming out of high school going straight for the NBA, but we're going to try to jump into a league with grown men. Mm-hmm. Right, what we talked about with grown men. Mm -hmm. So now, you think that you're going to dominate grown men? Is that what? Is that what they think, or do they just feel like that's the next step? I mean, they like, may, they may feel like it's the next step, but they have to. You have to be realistic, like in that goal that there are guys that were NBA guys that happened to get injured, maybe mm -hmm. playing in the G League, mm -hmm. and you're an up and coming prodigy, and you meet this guy, and you run into a wall, and the next thing you know, they say you're not. You're not good. You're not that guy. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's such a stickler <laughs> right. now, right? Yeah. Right. You can't do right. nothing wrong without nah. being. You get called out the other way. Oh, he's yeah. not in the huddle. Yeah. He's not in this. That. You know, he's not know? who we thought he was. Right. You, know? right. and you look and you don't. You definitely. It's everything is under scrutiny, right? That cell phone has created so much trouble for us, mm. right? The video, just one minute around the world. You mm -hmm. know anything? So now everybody's aiming for perfection because of that cell phone. Mm -hmm. You know that cell phone is dangerous. How how, do, how does one fight dangerous. that? Or they don't fight it. Like, I mean, I hear what you're saying because, like, the thing I is, like, how does what you just got to you actually do just got to be perfect at all times? Like, I don't understand. No, you can't. You you, yeah, you, you can, can never be perfect tasks. because Impossible the game of tasks. basketball is built on mistakes. Yeah, so facts. if your team is playing perfect defense, 
your team is playing perfect defense to score zero to zero. <laughs> somebody has to Thanks. somebody has to make a mistake in no, order well for somebody said. to well score. Said. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. So right. there's no perfection in the game. Mm -hmm. You know, none. You all you want to do is not make the same mistake. Yeah. You know, and and you're going to make the same mistake if you think about not making that mistake. You you know, so yeah, you yeah. actually have to try to, you know, fight through that mental part without it. Yeah. Right. Now that's you the know, that's one of the most important things about trying to be you know uh, a great athlete. It's that forgetting you know what i'm saying like every play is a new thing you know what i'm saying right. that's one of the craziest things but um to that point about being a being the kid trying to i know i mean, I mean essentially get to the next part of your career you know what i'm saying like it, 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 I, it comes it comes with the being humble yeah humble's good for one thing for listening yeah you know what I'm saying? Like humble for the listening part. Taught, being able to be you know taught. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like when we go in the gym for player development, I call it the flaw house. So one parent came in and said, "Oh man, he doesn't look good today." I said, "Of course not, because this is the flaw house. Yeah. We're working on all of his flaws. Mm -hmm. I mean, the kid can already shoot. We're not going to come in here and shoot because he can already shoot. Mm -hmm. We're working on everything right, that he right, doesn't right, do well, right? right? Like that. And so he's going to look bad. And so my thing is, I'm going to build him up, spend more time building him up in this workout. And that's why we're in here. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Repetition. When's the last time you did this? I've never. So how can you try to be perfect? You've never done this. What's your GPA? 3.2. Where's the rest of it? Mm -hmm. Why you don't have a 4.0? If you're trying to be perfect My, in here, right. where's the rest of that GPA? Like, you know, actually something that they can relate to just shooting on words, right? Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and actually getting them there. And when you say that, can you talk to, I guess, how even the things that you even taught, teach within basketball even translate to life? Because that's like... That's really like what I think is like even a life lesson, right? Like you really want that. You want somebody to really have that intangible thing within them. It's like, yo, go through your process, be able to complete that. And like I've gained a lot of, uh, I'd say, life lessons just through even being in team sports. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's where they there's, all come from. I there's feel so like. much things. All the that, life lessons. Right. Like, sports. you know what I'm saying? And I'm sure that there's a lot of other ways that people derive them that didn't play, right? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Sure, but sure. like. Team sports is literally like directly like you you saying like the teamwork make the dream work. You know what I'm saying? How everybody got to come into a certain situation yeah. and play a role. Handling even though adversity, there might be some, right. There might be something that you want to contribute. But guess what? We don't even need you to contribute that. We need you for this. Mm -hmm. Like that's all you need to do. And mm -hmm. sometimes it's like, like you might have score, like multiple scores on the team. And it's like, yo, bro, like, you know, a perfect example. I'm just seeing like, uh, in the NBA, like just seeing with like Mikal Bridges, I just seen him going to the Nets, and now yeah. just see him drop buckets. Now he's dropping thirty, looking 40. crazy, and now I like, yo, the Phoenix, they didn't need him to do that. Yeah, and right. he was literally, he knew how to fit within the system. As yeah. soon as you gave, he him was free like, reign, he was like defensive player of the year and, nominee. And, and, and I, he might have won it last year. Player. Nah, so he was like second, but oh, like second, yeah, still, yeah, yeah. but like, but still, yeah, no, yeah, 100%. exactly in in that tier. So it's like, can you can you speak to I guess you know what I'm saying? Those life so lessons? so the life lesson, the, the immediate one that I normally stick to on the storyboard is, I don't care where you go in this world, you're gonna work with a team. Facts. If you go to college, your immediate athletic department is a team. If you go play golf, you still have a caddy, a team. Mm -hmm. You still have a team of people. I don't care where you go. So get used to being a teammate. Get used to communicating with people. Mm. You know what I mean? Get used to being uncomfortable. Someone's going to take you in a situation you may be uncomfortable. Get used to it. May not be the last time that you go through that. Even on single sports like boxing, you yeah. go back to your yeah. corner. You're going That's back to team. Everything yeah, is yeah. team based. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, whenever they put themselves over team, like I always have to let them know. Okay, you may feel like you have a better skill set, but we got here as a team. Mm -hmm. You didn't defend the basketball. You didn't. You didn't contest the shot. Box him out. Go get the rebound. Take the ball out. Pass it to yourself. You didn't do all of that, right? <laughs> right you know right, what I mean? Right, I said, it's, right. it's still a team yeah. in this portion. So if you see yourself above that, I said, maybe you want to change sports. But this is a team. You, you can be the best in high school. Once you go to college, you're going to be right back at the bottom. Facts. You go from being the best high school player to one of the worst college players. Mm -hmm. And then you got to fight your way up. You know what I mean? And so if, you, if you're not open-minded, that ego that you created through high school and who you think you are, when you get to college, your bubble gets busted. 
Mm-hmm. And if you if no one you haven't had the right people in your ear, first thing you'll do is cut and run. You know, transfer. That's why the transfer mm-hmm. portal is all wet. Coach don't like me. Coach won't let me do me. Coach don't uh, let me do me. Yeah, man. Again, appreciate, appreciate you coming through. Sure. Best of luck with everything that you got going on. And bro, for real, like a lot of respect due because again, I, I don't really take it lightly, the whole like the development and the, the development of kids and stuff like that. That's like such a tall task and it's something that you just like you know, no one forced that upon you. You just, you know what I'm right, saying? You feel right, a calling right. to do it, which is really dope, that's, you know? And that's what led me to the uh, TB, you know, the, you know, Team Best. Yeah. This is the building independent, successful students. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. way more than the basketball part, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's what we are. You know, shout out to our sponsors, uh, uh, you know, yeah. Savannah Solutions, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah. and, um, in the national free agency.com. Right. Yeah, so it's nothing. Hey. So. Solid, solid. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, that's going to do it for today's episode. Appreciate you, everybody for uh, tuning in. <laughs> oh, that's right to the interview. There you have it, yo. Yep. Lou White. Lou White. Dope episode. Definitely um, appreciate it. We'll slide it through, man. Yeah, appreciate y'all for tuning in. 100%. Um, if you have not already, you see that banner that's going at the bottom of your screen. Subscribe for us. Tell a friend. Tell a relative. Tell a stranger. <laughs> do all of that there. <laughs> Next week, we have another really dope guest in uh, Alexandra Sadler. She's definitely going to talk to us. I guess, you know, the world of media, CNN, and you know, that whole journey. Uh, yeah. It was really cool. Yeah, that was a dope conversation that we had with her. But um, sure. even, even, here you know what i'm saying with this joint with uh lou it's interesting because last night was the nba draft yeah and um i know we was like joking around with him like how he don't really watch the, the nba right. or anything like that but I, it it is it, it's uh there's a little bit of a connection because you know he works with kids who aspire to be in the nba right. and last night we saw a bunch of kids get drafted i don't want to say kids but you know young 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 men get drafted dreams coming true and stuff like that but you know i just real quick like um what's your take on how it went like do you do you feel like any teams won in your eyes or any teams like lost i mean obviously (laughs) obviously when bianna now we don't got to talk about it no more now we can actually see it play out i think i was telling you yesterday like i kind of hate when we when we have like a unanimous number one like you know what i'm saying because it's like I don't know. I don't know why I don't like it. I feel like I want, I like I wish maybe because of all the hype that goes around it leading up to it. It's like now we, we know who the number one person or the number one pick is. And now we just like jam you that person down your throat. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Yeah. I mean, oh uh, yeah. I just think with, you know, with some players, you just, you understand it though. Right. So like with any years prior to um, this year, it w- like this it hasn't been this clear since lebron mm-hmm. so like like i told you like you see a dude like i told you bro literally you fade away three mm-hmm. miss it mm-hmm. hold up i got my board put put, mm-hmm. put back not, not not get my board come down and put back like before the ball even had, like, <laughs> that don't even make sense again, like how know? do you even yeah i was about to say like how do you even get to the you how know? do you even get there that you have to follow like you literally got to shoot it and then follow that shot before uh, it even 100%. hits the rim <laughs> yeah so you got to know you missed it yeah and now when you're looking at the league and you see players like a Giannis, a Jokic, these players that can that are these huge, big ass versatile the ass floor niggas. though can do many types of things you looking at a guy that's like oh he's younger he's taller Oh yeah, the handle's a little bit more cleaner. Mm-hmm. Oh, like and you're comparing at well, those players at those ages were nowhere near as even developed in these type of skills. So they, you know, you kind of, I feel like in NBA, especially depending on where you go, people are like, Can we realize his potential? Can 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 we get it there? Cause what we're working with is a full deck. Yeah. Got the full deck, you know. So I'm very interested. I think he went to a great uh franchise. Brandon uh, Brandon Miller went to the Hornets. I know you said you're not too familiar with him. He was, maybe you might have heard, he had some controversy earlier this year with uh, a gun situation down Alabama. Oh, that cuz. Yeah, where. He was the number two pick? He, where, yeah. Because he, he, was, I mean, he was really tough. He was the nigga that his got friend, arrested and was like crying on the way to the car? I don't, I, not, I, that might have been a football. It was, oh, it was football a football player. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that, but that, now that, his was. 
uh, somebody that got charged with a murder had used had his, his gun. gun. His yeah, gun. yeah, yeah. I remember that. Right. Yeah. So this was he was the. He and was wasn't the it the wasn't it? And everybody might have been telling me that was un they were undisclosed scouts at the time. They're like, yeah, but if he's in a draft, he's going to be a top. But you, like, I think like, it might have been you or somebody like in. I feel like it was like uh, maybe we had just finished the interview with somebody or whatever, but we were talking about it and he uh, he like is shooting free throws or something like that. And like people in the because he goes and like plays oh, the game and people are in the stadium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it that? Were we talking about that? I, and like people was like, oh, no, we like he's cold. I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're trying to say like on some. We might cold, very well. Like, they're not like, yo, man, it's so crazy. Like that. Even though it's a wild situation, it was like a hostile environment. There was something to evaluate. Yeah, out yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Damn, he doesn't not fold <laughs> under pressure. Not fold under pressure. pressure. Yeah, yeah, things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, tough. It, composure is a huge. Hey, composure is huge. a huge thing, huge. especially out of like younger, thing. you know, yeah. what I'm saying younger athletes or people thing. that aren't they haven't been in the league that long. So huge thing. And Scoot Henderson, um, you know, now that's like a new vibe. We see players coming from the G League. So he came from the G League. Yeah, yeah. Third pick. He went to the Blazers. Interesting to see what they do because uh, at Dame has been adamant he's not trying to build around a young nucleus. He's trying yeah. to win now, and so now you have Scoot. So you're like, well, so he wanted them to what to trade the third pick to be traded. Yeah, is, yeah, Scoot, yeah. is Scoot going to be traded or yeah. is Dame going to be yeah, traded? Yeah. Like, what are, are y'all building for the future or y'all yeah. trying to help Dame? You know, because yeah. there are teams that will trade for Scoot right yeah. now. You know? yeah. um, but yeah, then but there's yeah, a lot of other yeah. players, and then I was gonna say lastly. The other player, because then there, there's these twins that actually went after them on the fourth and fifth. They look pretty good, but they went player. four and five. Yeah. Oh, word. yeah, yeah. Crazy. Fact, so I guess they're the same player. They're like, yo, Literally. who's the next best player? Yeah, his brother. Um, the, this guy by the name of Austin Black, he went to the Magic mm -hmm. at pick seven, mm -hmm. and Magic were. You've heard rumors they're either debating getting rid of Cole Anthony or Jalen Suggs. Mm -hmm. Because they're bringing this guy in, mm -hmm. and he plays like the same a really position, pretty, same pretty role. dynamic guard, six six though. Yeah, big, yeah, big big boy. Yeah, doing yeah. a lot. So yeah, yeah man, I I I, I want to see. The, I'm ready for NBA yeah, season to start tomorrow. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sick, like, sick. we gotta wait. We and gotta it's wait. crazy because like the NBA is really one of those joints where you know you will see the impact of like look at a nigga like Paolo last year. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? You right. will see the impact of the young of like your you know if you get a young star, you will see his impact right away. So 100%. that's dope. Um. But yeah, man, that's gonna do it for today's episode. Sure, we'll see y'all next week. We got another dope guest coming on. And uh in the meantime, you know what I'm saying? Everybody have a good weekend. For and sure. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Real early. Early. early.